we all have faith in God. If I ask you, you all will say, I'm sure, that you trust in God. You believe in God. And most of the time, what is that faith that we have? We have a faith that helps us to believe in God. We all know that there is a super being, there is a superpower called God. And many of us here, I believe, we believe in one God. You know, but unfortunately, faith is not just believing God. Faith is little more than just believing in God. Faith is also putting what we believe in action. You know, scripture says very clearly in James 2, 17, faith without action is dead. Faith without action is dead faith. Someone says that he or she has faith in God. But if we don't see that faith in action, it's equivalent to not having faith. Because the faith is a dead faith. That's why scripture says, even demons believe in God. James 2 verse 19 says, James chapter 2 verse 19, you believe that there is one God, you do well, even the demons believe and tremble. Even the demons, they believe and tremble before God. So just believing God is not sufficient. But demons cannot put faith in action. Even angels cannot put faith in action. But you and I can put faith in action. You know, when we put faith in action, that's where we see miracles taking place. You know, today many times we pray, but we don't see miracles taking place because we just pray and we leave it. But scripture teaches us saying that you pray and you start act the way you prayed. So faith in action will bring result as we pray for a miracle. You know, that's why Jesus said many times in his preachings, he said, have faith in God. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. The term faith is an equivalent Greek term, pistis. Pistis means faith, having faith in God. You know, in scripture, there are 243 times in 227 verses in the Greek concordance, we see the term pistis. That means have faith in God. Faith is not just believing the existence of God, but faith is taking God at his word. Faith is taking God at his word. Today I believe in God because God's word says so. God said something and that cannot be lie. That is true. So I believe in God because of what he said. So that's nothing but taking God at his faith. You know, scripture talks about in Hebrews chapter 11, great heroes of faith. Those who have gone through that book of Hebrews, I'm sure we know, it talks about a great list of heroes of faith. You know, after I was reading chapter 11 today, there is one thing that is standing out as common among all the heroes of faith listed there. Each person had simply taken God at his word. Each person, each hero of faith, has taken God simply at his word. 
and he obeyed his commandment and he coped for things which are not seen. You know, scripture gives a, a, in a very appropriate definition of faith. I will read it for you in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. There are things in our lives which we have not seen yet. There are healing that we are in need today, but we have not seen that healing yet. There are miracles that we, we have been waiting for, but we have not seen those miracles in our lives. We pray about it. But scripture says, faith is nothing but it's a substance of things that we hope for. We are all hoping for something that is better in our lives. Something that can take place and change our lives the way we live. Maybe in the financial aspect, maybe in the health aspect, maybe our children, maybe our education, our future, our profession, whatever it may be. We all hope for something better to take place. But scripture says, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Evidence of things not seen. So what is common among these heroes? They all simply took God's God at his word. Faith is nothing but taking God at his word. You know, you may ask me, what does it really mean, taking God as, at his word? For example, we don't have time to go through Hebrew 11, but I can just highlight, give a highlight of what is there in Hebrew 11. God told Noah to build an ark because of the massive flood that is about to hit the land. Noah took God at his word and he built an ark. And we all know that the rain came. Rain was not seen by Noah before that. But he built an ark just simply because God asked him to do so. He took God at his word. You know, when the moment we take God at his word, that's a demonstration of faith in our life. God told Abraham to go to the place of his inheritance. He did not tell him where to go, but he asked him to get out of his own place and go into the blessed land of Canaan. That's where God is going to establish Abraham and his descendants. And all that God, Abraham did, he took God at his word and he moved forward. God indicated to Sarah, even though she was past age of childbirth, God spoke to her and said, you will be blessed with a baby. And Sarah took God at his word. And God blessed her. You know, regardless of the circumstances where we are living, what we are living with, despite arguments and confusions and logical thinking and reasoning about what is going on in our lives, God is telling you this evening that regardless of what is going through in your life, you need to just take God at his word. Take God at his word. Faith is taking God at his word. That means faith is just believing what God has said. You know, today, as we live on this earth, most of the time, we are carried out by emotions and our feelings. But emotions and feelings will change. Our circumstances and our surroundings will change. People will change. You know, even our body conditions will change. Our health condition is going to change. Our appearance is going to change. Things are going to change on this earth. But scripture says God's word never changes. God's word never changes. People will change today. We are depending on somebody. 
but that, that someone is going to change. He's not going to make, keep the commitment that he has made. We are living in a world, things are changing fast. But scripture says God doesn't change. In Matthew 24, 35, scripture says, Heaven and the earth will pass away, but my words shall not pass away. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 25, scripture says, The word of the Lord abides or endures forever. The word of the Lord endures forever. Isaiah chapter 40 verse 8 says, The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of, the God, word of our God stands forever. You know, throughout the history, there are many people they rose against Christianity and they wanted to destroy the word of God. They wanted to wipe away the word of God, the Bible, from the face of this earth. And today we don't see them anymore, but the word of God is alive. The word of God is alive. You know, God's word are spoken word. They are the powerful word. Today, everything around us is changing, but the word of God is unchanging. The word of God is not changing. Now, God's word is more certain than anything that we can believe on this earth. God's word is more certain than anything that we can expect in our lives. God's word is truer than anything that government can promise to us. God's word is truer than any promise any man can make to us. And today evening, God is asking you to depend, to put your faith and trust in, in the word of God and take God at his word. What is God's promise in our lives? You know, I wanted to ask this question today and just to make you to think about it. Do we have a promise from God in your life? You know, we all struggle when it comes to apply faith in our day-to-day -day life, isn't it? We find it more difficult. It's easy to preach. It's easy to read. But when it comes to our, the matter of applying our faith in our practical life, in our day-to-day -day life, it becomes very, very difficult. You know, but God, Scripture again and over and over again says, faith is just taking God at his word. There are two ways we can apply this faith in our lives. Number one, have you received a specific promise from God any time in the past? Sometimes we receive the promise from God when we read the word of God. Sometimes we receive the promise of God when someone speaks to you from the word of God. When someone preaches, you will receive the promise of God. Or God would have told something to you in a dream. Maybe that may be true. The question is whether God spoke to you anytime, by any means. If God has spoken to you, this evening I'm here to tell you, you need to take God at his word. What he has told in your life, even though it delays, even though it tarries, but it is certain that it will be fulfilled. It will happen one day. Because God's word never lies. God's word never go in vain. The word that came out of God, the mouth of God, will accomplish the purpose for which it was spoken. The first way, the first method to understand, to receive the promise of God is to rely back on the word that God has spoken to you already. Remember, think about that word, think about that promise and take God at his word. Do not question and do not get, conf get confused and just take God at his word. If you say that I am not, God has not spoken to me yet. If God has not spoken to you yet, and this is what God is telling you this evening. Let's read Proverbs chapter 3. Verses 5 and 6. 
Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. You may say that God has not spoken to me anything in specific. But this is what God is telling you this evening. And asking you to trust in God. Let's read Proverbs 3, verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. Verse 6. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. You may say that God has not given me any specific promise, but this is what, is what God is telling you this evening. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and not, do not lean on your own understanding. Now many times we fail because we try to apply our knowledge. We do so much of research in Google and we come to a conclusion that this disease, there is no cure for this disease under the heaven. And we try to apply our knowledge, scripture says, just do not lean on your own understanding. Think about God. He is the mighty God. And how feeble we are. How tiny we are. God is asking you this evening just simply to trust in him for that particular miracle that you are waiting for. And verse 6 says, in all your ways, acknowledge him. How do we acknowledge him? We realize and we understand the very fact that we are able to move around today is the grace of God, is the mercy of God. There are many people who are better than us. They are not able to walk around. They are not able to move around. And you know, God has given you and me the strength to move around, the strength to walk around. In all your ways, acknowledge God and he shall direct your path. He shall direct your path. And God is telling you this evening, you need to take God at his word. Finally, this is the way the faith works. This is how faith works. Let's read Hebrews chapter 11, verse 8. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 8. Just a one simple example here. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. You know, this is how exactly faith works. I want everyone to read this verse. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. And I believe many of us moved to this land as an immigrant. And today God is telling us, look at Abraham. I spoke to Abraham one day and asked him to get out of his own land. Many of us are out of our own country. And in fact, you know, I lost my citizenship when I became a citizenship in this nation. Many of us decided to get out of our own nation, but God called Abraham. And you know what scripture says? By faith. Where that faith came to Abraham? From the past. Scripture says faith comes by hearing the word of God. The more we hear the word of God, you have more faith in God. You know, that's the reason it's important to read the Bible, to listen to the word of God, to listen to the preaching. So Abraham, he knew the word of God. He took God at his word. So by faith, it refers to the past. All the knowledge that he accumulated about God over a period of time in his past. And now what Abraham did, he obeyed. It talks about the present. He obeyed. He realized the God who called him is a faithful God. And now he is obeying Faith was initiated in the past. And now the faith is put in practice as he obeys the word of God in present. And he went into a place 
he would receive in future not knowing where he was going faith is a substance of things that we hope for evidence of things that is not seen in our lives yet abraham has not seen the place of his inheritance but scripture says the moment faith came in his life as he heard the word of god in the past as he knew god he obeyed the word of god and he decided to move forward you know god acknowledges god appreciates that obedience in our lives and abraham obeyed the word of god and he moved into a place that was not seen it was future so the way faith connects the past and present and the future you know that's how faith works in our lives we are waiting on god maybe for your job maybe for a new baby maybe for something in your life you are just you have been waiting on god maybe for your job situation maybe for your visa condition but today god is telling you to believe in god obey the word of god and believe in god for a miracle in the future what is the result of faith i would like to close with this let's read verse 13 hebrew 11 verse 13 when faith works in our lives you know that's how it ends hebrew 11 13 says these all died in faith not having received the promises but having seen them afar off were assured of them embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth you know this is the result of the faith that we have in god faith does not guarantee everything you want that's not faith faith does not guarantee everything you want you know today if you ask something and if we get that at that moment we will have millions of gods and goddesses around in this world god doesn't work that way faith does not guarantee you anything that you want faith makes you to depend on god and his word and the more we depend on god as the scripture says the world let's read that again and they they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth Now I'll ask you one question. How long we are going to live on this earth? Maybe a couple of years more. Right? Someone who is at the you know verge of the death, if you ask him how long he say I don't know, maybe any moment, any any second, right? Tinsy, she works in the Shanex. Right? So she joined maybe a month month back and then she told me that there are three people died in Shanex. sorry five people died in shanex during the past uh, month how long is our life span on this earth it is so short it is so short have we ever thought that we are just strangers in this world we just came for some reason we are around for a while and then we are gone scripture says we are strangers and pilgrims on this earth and what we are trying to achieve within this short span of time that god has given us on this earth faith basically attaches us with god faith helps us to depend on god faith may not bring everything that we want on this earth but faith draws us closer to god you know one side we read the word of god i'm not sure whether you came across this scripture matthew 17:20 matthew 17:20 scripture says if you have a little jesus said in fact if you have faith as little as a mustard seed you will say to this mountain move from here to there and it will move and nothing will be impossible for you it talks about faith 
Even if you have a little faith, as little as a mustard seed, Jesus said, you speak to this mountain to move and it will happen. Whereas Hebrew 13 says, these people who lived in faith, they all had faith. They have not received the promises. The, all that they could see is they have seen that promise far. But then it was more than their lifetime. They could not receive that promise. They know that the promise is coming in their lives. Maybe for their descendants. Having seen them afar off, were assured of them, embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on this earth. Faith brings miracle in our lives. In the same time, faith also attaches us with God. Faith also draws us closer to God. You know, some of the promises we may not receive in our lifetime. Some of those promises we may not be receiving when we live on this earth. But we will receive those promises when we go to the eternity. If you speak to someone who is so sick, but who has faith in God, if you ask her, she's about to die, but you go and ask her and talk to her, she will say that, I will be healed because I believe in God. But we know that her healing may not be on this earth, but it may be in the eternity. You know, some of our lives are going through, we believe in God, we trust in God, we, we handle things every day in our lives. We struggle to come out of it, but certain things will not be removed from our lives until we die from this earth. But there is a land far away. When we go there, scripture says there is no pain. There is no sorrow. There is no death. What is faith? Faith prepares us to go into the eternity. Faith not only brings miracle in our lives, faith also helps us to see things which we don't see today on this earth, even though they are very far. And this evening, I believe, God is speaking to you. Many times we have asked questions. Lord, you have promised many things in my life. Why they are not happening in my life yet? God is telling you that this world doesn't belong to you. You are here as a pilgrim and as a stranger. I'm working in your life so that I will take you into the eternity. That's where you belong to. God is telling you to hold on to God's word. Do not hold on to what we want. Do not hold on to what we want. Instead, hold on to God's word and that will be a blessing. Because faith is not just for our lifetime. Faith is also for the eternity. Faith is also for the days to come. Faith is not just for what we want to be. Faith is for what God wants us to be. And this evening, God is asking you to trust in him. Faith is not just what we see. Faith is what we don't see. Faith is what we don't see. And we also have a question. When everything happens, Lord, why it happens only to me? Don't you ask that question ever? When something happens, you say that, Lord, why it is happening only to me? There are people around, they don't go to church, they don't do anything, they don't seek God, they don't do anything at all. They may be living in their wicked ways. Lord, why things are not happening to them? Why it is happening only to me? Why things are not going well only in my life? I pray, I read the word of God, I give it to God, I try to live pure, and everything I try, I struggle over it. The answer is again, Hebrew eleven thirteen. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, were assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims 
on this earth. You and I do not have the ability to see those things. But God's word promises those blessings that we receive on this earth and in the eternity. And this evening I believe God has spoken to you. Shall we all just stand for a moment for a word of prayer? And I believe this evening God has spoken to you about your faith. And some of us struggle over the fact that faith can bring everything in our lives. Yes, faith can bring everything in our lives. But not the way we want, but the way God wants it. And this evening, God is asking you as the same, to do the same thing what Abraham did in his life. By faith, he obeyed the word of God. And he started putting his faith in action. There are areas in our lives that we struggle upon, we struggle over. And this evening, God is telling you, my son, my daughter, in those areas, you need to trust me. Do not lean on your own understanding. Just trust in me. Trust in me. There are areas in our lives that we already gave up. We tried our best, but now we gave up. We have given up those areas. But this evening, God is reminding you to give those areas to the hand of God. He's telling you that do not lean on your own understanding. Do not lean on what people can do and what government can do and what your health can offer to you. Just do not lean on your own understanding, but instead trust in the Lord. This evening, shall we just trust in God? Shall we just trust in God for something that we are longing for? I'm just going to pray for you. Before I pray, I just want to ask you one question. If some of you, those who are standing here this evening, do not know this Lord Jesus Christ personally in your life, this time you can invite him into your heart. He's a God who comes and dwells in you. He gives you joy, he gives you peace, and he also gives you eternal life. He washes away all our sins and He makes us pure in front of God. And this evening, God is asking you to give your life to Him. He's our precious Father. He sent His only Son, Jesus Christ, to die for you at the cross. Jesus Christ came and He died and He shed His blood at the cross and His blood can forgive our sins today. Can we... Even our mouths closed. Just speak to God in your subconscious mind and tell Him, Lord Jesus, I want to invite you into my heart. I want to invite you into my heart, oh God. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Just make that little prayer. You will see the peace of God filling your heart. God doesn't throw away anybody. You don't think that you are a stranger to God. The moment He walks into the presence of God, He loves you. He loves you with an eternal love. And this evening here, he's here, loving you, accepting you just as you are. Just fall in the hands of God and tell him, Lord, I belong to you and you belong to me. Just make that relationship a little more stronger today. When we walk out of this place, let there be something. Let there be a new beginning in our life this evening. Let, let's take Jesus along with us this evening. Let's take Jesus along with us. 
he's our god he's our god he's the only one who died for mankind this evening he is loving you with an eternal love with an everlasting love we are just going to pray for all of our needs at this moment those who are in need of something just raise your hand as every eye is closed those who are in need of something this evening just raise your hand as a sign of your faith the faith you have in god just raise your hand let god knows let god know let god see your hand that tells god that lord god i have faith in you i'm just going to pray for 